A big hello to everyone on today's official European League of Football show. I am welcoming the Tyrol Raiders with head coach Kevin Hebron and quarterback Sean Shelton. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. I am looking forward to getting to know you and the Raiders a bit better today before the European League of Football starts into its second season. But honestly, I don't think I need to introduce the Raiders founded in 1992. The team has become one of the most successful American football franchises in Europe. And having you in the European League of Football now is fantastic. So uh, welcome. Well, we're glad to be part of it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And honestly, everyone seems to be so excited to see how you are going to compete against the other teams. What are you looking forward to the most? Um, actually, we're also excited. Um, you know, there's always been a long talk about, you know, German football and Austrian football. And they're, you know, both leagues or countries are built a little bit differently. Um, you know, the, the German teams are uh, a little bit bigger, a little bit older, more seasoned. Um, um, one could say also a little bit stronger. Um, Austrian football is a little bit more faster in the gameplay. So it'll be interesting how that matches up. And um, and yeah, we're excited for that matchup. All guys are hyped and, and ready to go. What about you, Sean? No, I, I agree. I, I, it's, it's a unique dynamic uh, going into a season where I guess you can really say 10 of the 12 matchups. And even even with the Vikings, it's, it's not going to be the same as it has been for the last, whatever, six years for me, seven years for me. Uh, and I, over a decade for Kev, they're going to have a different team too. So really, like, we're going into a 12-game season not knowing what to expect in any single game um, and not really having experience with most opponents that we're playing, even their coaching staffs or whatever, which makes it extremely ex exciting. I think it's I think we were dying for something new. Uh, our mm -hmm. fan base, our players, our coaching staff, and our organization were, were looking for a new challenge. And and uh, for this to come along, you know, uh, even for me personally, I was I was very content with stopping my career after the Ashton Bowl last year. And now it's like, well, you know, I think I'm going to regret not doing this because it is every week going to be a challenge and going to be a big game. And, and you know, the, the greatest collection of talent in Europe in one league. And, uh, no, I think – I think everybody's thrilled to, to to see what see what the season brings. Yeah, and what made you join the ELF as the franchise, Kevin? I think that's exactly that, right? Um, you know, we always try to generate new um, challenges for the club and try to offer the fans something new, right? Uh, we used to have that battle for Tirol format. We would just bring in a European top team to play against to see, you know, where do we stand in Europe? And, um, yeah, I think, you know, in general, you know, new is good. And hopefully that will bring our fan, even more fans into the stadium. And, um, and yeah, just, you know, we, we pride ourselves trying to take on the biggest challenges. And, uh, and this is the biggest one available in Europe. So here we are. So how did you perceive the league in its first year and why didn't you join straight from the beginning um i think you know when when everything was 
on you know starting to build and and manifest it was a little bit too late for us we had to make a decision whether or not we were going to commit to the afl and stay in the austrian football league or not and things weren't set in stone to an extent where we were like okay we're going to make that commitment so that's why uh, we didn't join from the get-go um but obviously we you know watched it from from afar and liked what we saw um, you know, the product on the field looks great, um, you know, and, and like we're saying, it's great competition. It's, you know, a sum of all of the great best players in Europe. And uh, yeah, we want to take on that challenge and compete in that. Sean, what about you? How did you and your teammates follow up on season one? Well, I think I think a lot of my teammates followed it much more closely than I did, to be honest. Uh, you know, for me, it was kind of... Um, during our season you kind of just get locked into what you're doing and then uh by the end of our season you kind of want nothing to do with football uh but the one thing i did notice um on top of everything that coach kev said is um the coverage of the sport is was just phenomenal in comparison to to uh the other the other national leagues within europe and it, it really does its justice in terms of social media coverage and exposure for the athletes the individuals And these individual storylines like a true like a true professional league would and uh, i think that was very noticeable even for me who wasn't paying very much attention to it but in the world of european american football obviously um uh and so although I, i i although i didn't watch many games you know i felt in tune to what was going on because of this uh because of this exposure and coverage and now after the season i've been able to catch up and and uh watch a few more games obviously but uh there's a lot of talent on the field and uh that's something we're we're excited about and i think i think we're excited to see if we can match the talent and maybe exceed it and then and, and see what the outcomes come from that and what was the feedback like from the fans when they heard that you are joining the elf kevin i think i think uh they were all excited i mean everyone that I've encountered at least is, uh, you know, how's the team looking and are we up for the challenge? And like I said, you know, this new thing is, you know, is creating a great buzz. And um, I think it's going to show in the, in the first, in the first game, the first home game. So what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for you as the head coach this upcoming summer? A little bit like Sean said, right? I mean, we're facing, new opponents, new players, new coaches that we haven't faced before. You know, everything was familiar so far in AFL. Exactly, yeah. um, you know exactly what you were going to get from teams. You know, the coaching staffs hadn't changed much. The players hadn't changed much. So you pretty went into the season knowing exactly what you needed to do, how you would match up and, and, and so forth. This is now all new. It's a lot of watching game film, tracking which players now where, and just a completely new challenge, which makes it all exciting, right? It's, yeah. it's I mean, I can't find another word. We're constantly repeating it, but, um, <laughs> but um, no, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's, you got to put in that grind now and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be demanding, but uh, it's going to be great at the same time. Yeah. And there's quite a number of talented players out on the fields now. Sean, from a quarterback's perspective, is there anything you, you can add? What's going to be the biggest challenge for you? What do you think? Uh, probably consistency. 
um, you know, uh, in the Austrian Football League, there there was a disparity of talent amongst some teams. You know, the there was a there was very much a tier system, and some of the top teams and the bottom teams, there was obviously a talent disparity on the field. So you didn't have to bring your A game on those days. You know, you always tried, but over the court, you know, the like Kev talked about earlier, the Raiders always played a very aggressive schedule and, you know, 16, 17 game seasons with international play in colleges and so on and so forth. Uh, uh, but not every game you had to bring your A game, although you always tried and you could get away with it. And I don't know if that's going to be the case in this league. I think, I think we have to bring playoff caliber execution, particularly on the offense side of the ball for a 12 game regular season. And, and, you know, and then see where we end up. You know, there's no guarantees, obviously. Um, and I think that's really hard to do. I think that's really challenging to do, particularly at the quarterback uh, position. So that'll be that'll be my goal this year, just week in and week out, consistently high-level uh, production and performances. Yeah. And Kevin, tell us something about you. You became the head coach of the Raiders in 2019, but you had your first season played in 2021 due to COVID. You joined the team in 2011. What's your football story? Because I heard that you were linked to the Raiders in the NFL as well, somehow. Well, not necessarily. I mean, we I, I, I uh, had like a little, uh, let's say, vacation door there, right? Um, but um, no, my football story is, I mean, I'm half American, so uh, I'm an Army brat. My dad was in the Army, and um, I actually didn't start playing organized football until uh, here in Germany, when we lived here in Germany for the Munich Cowboys. And um, shortly thereafter, I got into coaching the youth and fell in love with coaching. And yeah, I've been coaching for over 20 years now. Um, you know, coached GFL, GFL2 um, here in the Austrian League was fortunate enough to have a lot of great coaches as mentors, uh, was able to do some internships in the U.S. with uh, Florida State and, um, you know, um, Wyoming, College of Wyoming. And, um, and um, yeah, um, and, yeah, 211 after a couple of years in the GFL, um, was able to come to Innsbruck, fell in love with Innsbruck. My wife fell in love with Innsbruck. So that we actually moved here and um and yeah and been always doing football more or less as a second full-time job like a lot of coaches in europe um and then 219 got the opportunity to make it a full-time deal and become the head coach here and um yeah very fortunate that uh the raiders put their trust in me and uh gave me this opportunity and uh yeah been been loving it um, you know, Innsbruck is a great place. This is a great organization, a uh, very professional organization. And, um, and yeah, football is done the right way here. So, um, no, it's, it's been a blast. And what would you say, what has been the key to your success, success for so many years now? Um, the key is hard work. I think, um, you know, everybody here in this organization doesn't matter if it's the board or the front office, the coaches or the players, they all understand what it takes to win and understand what grind it is and what work it is. And um, we've always focused on developing football players. 
and um, you know, winning happens uh, naturally if you take care of that. And so, you know, the club has always invested a lot of money in coaching and that just shows it just trickles down. And, um, you know, we have a great youth program and, um, and so we can, that way we can always sustain success. And, um, and that's, I would say is the, is, is the, is the biggest key that everybody works hard here and, uh, and grinds and, you know, knows what it takes to, to, to be successful. And, well, uh, and you've, yeah. you've proven and shown that you're doing it the right way, that's for sure. And one advantage that you have over the other teams is the gentleman here with us. Uh, Sean, you've been with the team since 2015, and ever since you have collected some impressive numbers. Not only are you the oh, a five-time AFL champ with nearly uncountable MVP awards, in those years you threw for nearly 30,000 yards uh 325 touchdowns and you had only 50 interceptions i mean yes please <laughs> what's your plan for the european league of football now yeah to do all that one season you know uh <laughs> just double those stats in one year that would be phenomenal no uh i appreciate the kind words but um i think i think things can be misleading and and to to purely look at numbers uh I've had a very fortunate year. The thing I'm most proud of is the five, the five Austrian championships and, and the couple of European, European, the CEFL titles we were able to obtain. And, but to be honest, I was at the right place at the right time. And I came here at the perfect moment. Uh, these guys were building momentum through 2012, 13. I was super close to winning the championship in 14. One player or two goes the right way. Uh, and they, they win the title and uh, the Raiders win the title, the Austrian Bowl in 2014. So I got here at the perfect time, perfect momentum, and then um, to just tried not to screw it up a lot of times in the early <laughs> years and kind of came into my own and started really playing good football around 18 and 19. And um, I think the continuity um, factor is, is almost unheard of in Europe, you know, uh, to, to have a guy, a young man come here, fall in love with the city, fall in love with a person and, and my wife and and fall in love with an organization have such a such a great marriage for a long time it doesn't happen very often and that pays dividends for a lot of things you know um and and probably why those numbers are so inflated it's just it's just a continuity thing and, and a longevity thing and that's that's always the struggle i kept talking about sustaining success within the club sustaining success amongst you know as a player too is also a challenge and kind of feeds into what i talked about earlier in terms of um being as consistent as possible because it is a high bar and it is high expectations, none, none higher than the ones I put on myself. And uh, mm -hmm. it'll be fun to try to continue to, to be that successful amongst uh, higher competition. And how would you describe yourself as a quarterback and as the leader of the team overall? What, we, what would you say are your top priorities on uh, the field? Well, well, Uh, and Coach Kev can probably attest to this. As a quarterback, I think I'm a fullback still. Um, and I still think I, I'm this eight-year-old Mike Allstott, who was my idol in Tampa Bay, uh, running the ball at least. Um, but as a, as a quarterback, it's just, it's just I pride myself in putting other people in position to succeed, um, whether that's checking into a run or being heavily involved in the run game planning or, you know, 
being able to put receivers and being very efficiently putting them in positions to succeed. Um, and that's, you know, efficiency is my main goal uh, as a quarterback. And I, I want to be 70% completion percentage or higher. I want to have, you know, a uh, seven, eight, eight, nine yard pass per attempt or yards per attempt uh, average. You know, those are really high bars. And that's, that's what I pride myself on and, and being able to take what the defense gives me and really be patient. Um, and as a, as a team leader, um, I don't know. I think I'm still finding it, you know, not that, not that I'm not comfortable as a leader, but you know, it changes. Uh, she was tired of my answer. She was like, I got to get rid of this. <laughs> Did she disappear for you too? Yeah. Okay, cool. But we're still live. So, um, you know, maybe this is a good opportunity. The Raiders T-roll season tickets were on sale today. <laughs> <laughs> Check them out at Raiders T Roll underscore underscore football on Instagram to get your season tickets today. I think they're only eighty euros. I got kicked out. It's a thirty-five. It's a thirty-five percent discount. Well, it was a perfect time for my season ticket ad. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Was it just me, or were you guys frozen? No, no we, were we were good. Were I think. The or the answer was just so boring. <laughs> you know, we just Honestly, that's what I thought while I was like backstage. Like, no, I hope he doesn't think that his story was no, like tiring no, me out. But to try to summarize it, um, <laughs> I've, I'm typically I'm typically not a very vocal leader, but at times last year, you know, with influx of new players, I think the older I get, the more vocal I become. But it's just try to be there consistently and show up to work like everybody else. And uh, when you do that, I think people fall not necessarily in line, but get onto the same page. And, um, yeah. and that's, that's all I try to do. It's not, I'm not, I'm a piece of the puzzle, maybe a little bit bigger than some pieces, but uh, nevertheless, a piece of the puzzle. So let's take a closer look at, at the other pieces of this puzzle, Kevin. How far along are your preparations for the upcoming season? You re-signed most of your players. Tell us something about your guys. Well, I mean, we basically have uh, the whole team back from last year. And, uh, you know, who knows Austrian football? We're pretty much restricted in what we can get outside of Austria, right? We were only allowed two imports um, the last couple of years. Um, so what's new is, you know, bringing more additions to the team and, you know, and really cherry picking where we need to improve. And uh, we've been a, have done a good job with that so far. And um, and yeah, we're practicing right now um, twice a week. Some of us. Some of us. <laughs> well, yeah, unfortunately, not everyone can practice. Um, but yeah. Um, Yeah, no, we're we're in full go. We're still in off season mode, so it's nothing too crazy. But in the end, uh, it's all about fundamentals and uh, doing the little things right. So that's what we're working on now, and and we'll have a little bit of a break in April and just focus on more athletic stuff. And yeah, and then uh, in May when we get everybody here, it's uh, it's a full go. And yeah. uh, I got my coaching staff already here, so we're already cooking up the playbooks and um, getting adjusted to these new special teams rules. And, uh, and yeah, and uh, oh, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's 
these last couple of months, the, the office was uh, very scarce because uh, we only have three full-time coaches during the off season um, only. Um, but now we have the full staff here and it's life back in the office and it's a lot of football talk and a lot of, um, yeah, high level conversations. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's, mm -hmm. it's back to what I'm used to. So compared to the past years in the AFL, does this off season feel different? To you, for you? Yeah, it's much longer, right? I mean, normally, like our AFL team now, right? They're preparing for the AFL season that starts in three weeks. So normally we would already have our first training camp done and uh, would have two more on the way over the weekend. Um, and instead of that, we're kind of still in that off-season fundamental mode. Um, and due to the fact that our season was done end of July – um, you know, we've had two more months to prepare than, you know, the other ELF teams that played last year. So it's been very long and you notice that the guys are, yeah, somewhat, um, you know, they, 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 they want to go now. Um, but it's kind of like, yeah, put on the brakes. We still have almost, uh, you know, two and a half months. So, uh, so it's kind of trying to trying to put the brakes on them and not go too fast, but still go fast enough that we're efficient and we can get the rust off and, and, you know, have that preparation that we need. Um, but it's going very well. And uh, like we were saying, right, the guys are excited. They come to work every, every practice and they're getting better every practice. And um, it's good to be back on the field. Yeah. What about you, Sean, from a player's perspective, does it feel any different? to start into this new league or are you just hyped and excited to get out on the field and play again? I'm hyped and excited to get back on the field again. I'm, I'm standing on the sideline at the moment. Um, so it's just one of those regulation things where I'm, I'm personally even more eager because some guys are, <laughs> most of the guys are able to perform and practice where I'm, I'm still in spectator mode. So chomping at the bits a little bit, uh, especially, Especially like Kev said, uh, you know, we have this all returning roster with fortifications from the outside, basically. So I have some new toys and that I haven't been able to open the box yet, kind of. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very much looking forward to May and very much looking forward to joining the team. And I think the rest of the guys, like Coach Kev was saying, was just, all right, let's, can we fast forward two months, you know, because we're, <laughs> we're ready to go. Yes. And tell me something about your stadium, because I heard that it's one of the nicest ones not, that we have in this not league. Not one of the... The. The. The nicest. The beautiful. most beautiful, beautiful. stadium beautiful. in Europe to play American football. Yeah. I, yes. I haven't so it, been... I, think, I can't wait. I can't wait to go. I don't... I, I'm not sure... I mean, I'm 100% biased. But I'm not sure it's close. It is a gorgeous stadium with a gorgeous backdrop. Okay. Yeah. And how much of a party are your fans celebrating there? How would you describe them? Great. <laughs> <laughs> Wild and noisy. That's what we want yeah. in a football when the, stadium. When the, but when they're supposed to be, and that's one thing I appreciate is, you know, I think they're a very educated fan group or fan base because <laughs> You know, when the offense is on the field, we could have four or 5,000 people in the stands and, and they know when to be quiet uh, <laughs> and and what's going on. And, and 
um, it's when a big play happens, you hear the roar of, of the crowd in Tivoli because it's, it's a bit, you know, it's closed off and there's a bit of an echo and mm-hmm. ah, it's, it's the best. It is. No, <laughs> no, we have great fans and they've been very loyal throughout the, throughout the years now. Um, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's kind of a tradition and, that's a, and that's the nice thing about Innsbruck being so small. It's it's all so personal. And, um, you know, you go down the street and, you know, coach, how, how's next week going to be? And how's the team looking? And, you know, they're they're truly involved in in what we do. And, and that's just a beautiful thing. And, um, and then on the weekend, they show up and support us. And, um, no, it's awesome. It's in the Austrian Bowl, actually, last year, we were able to – play on the other side of the fans so we could actually see the fans while we play because normally they're in the behind us and um and that was awesome that was that was a it was pretty cool yeah. wasn't it yeah it was, was pretty cool yeah well but also they had a lot of good reasons to be happy and to celebrate and celebrate and cheer for you so let's take a closer look at this upcoming summer and let's see how much of a party the Raiders fans are going to have You are in the Central Conference together with the Vikings, Galaxy, and the Surge. And in week one, you will be starting into the European League of Football on June the 5th at home against your toughest opponent from the past, the Vienna Vikings. So it's a new league, but old faces. Are you pleased to be starting off against them? Pleased is a strong word. (laughs) Um, I would say it is what it is. No, I mean, in the end, we have to play everybody. And, and like Sean said before, it's all going to be challenging this year. I don't think you're going to have to be able to have an off game. But to start with the Vikings, um, you know, have that Austrian rival game at the beginning at home um, is just, you know, we're hoping that we're going to have full house and the full support and just kick this off, kick the season off the right way. Yes. Maybe, Sean, another time for you to bring out the advertisement for the tickets. <laughs> yeah, if anybody didn't hear me earlier, uh, ELF season tickets are on sale now at Swarco. Oh, what? No, excuse me. Raiders T-Roll underscore football. That's a habit I need to break. Um, and, uh, no, you see the slate. I mean, uh, you're going to get six really, really good games of football starting with the, starting with the first one. I, I expect... Nothing but a very, very high level of football. And of course we play first. I think I think before this the this plan was announced, I talked to Kev. We were talking in the office and it was like, Hey, I bet. I bet. <laughs> and uh yeah, of course it seemed to be the only fitting uh that yeah. we that we start each other's ELF careers. Yes. Off. <laughs> oh yes. Well and then week two You are traveling to the Cologne Centurions, one of the European League of Football playoff participants from year one. And it's the first time that you are playing against one of the old ELF teams. So how much are you looking forward to this day? I'm, oh, Kevin, both. Well, I'm really looking forward to it because uh, Frank Roser, their head exactly. coach, is a very good friend of mine. Yes. I used to actually coach Frankie as he was a youth quarterback. He told me, yeah. I was his head coach. 
So, um, so, you know, we have a lot of history together and, um, and that's going to be a treat, um, especially, you know, going to Cologne. Um, and then that's one of the other things is, you know, we're finally going to travel to different cities and, you know, see different stadiums and different fans. And, and so, no, that's, that's, that's going to be exciting. That's going to be a treat. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and for, I think that's yeah. what, I think that's what Sorry, I'm looking Sean. forward to. No, 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 no problem. That's what I think what, what I'm looking forward to and what a lot of guys are looking forward to is just a new experience. You know, it's not only a new opponent, but it's a new trip. It, you know, you don't see the same signs. You don't drive to the same. I mean, when we play away games, we drive east. And it yeah. just depends on when we stop. You know, it's the same <laughs> road always uh, besides maybe guts, you know. And, and so to have new experiences, new trips, new stadiums, new cities and new opponents. Um, you know, I could say the same thing about the next five opponents. It's it's going to be it's going <laughs> to be really cool. Do you always really, really cool. travel by bus? Do you always will will you travel to all the games by bus, or are you going to fly to Berlin, for example? Well, I'm going to I fly private to every single game, so <laughs> I don't know what the rest. <laughs> well, that's the ELF, right? <laughs> oh. No, because for example, uh, okay. at the last episode, the Frankfurt Galaxy, they shared a funny bus story. Like they had once they had troubles uh, problems with the AC. So, uh, did anything ever happen on your trips? Uh, appropriate for this. Appropriate for this wonderful uh, publication or broadcast. Um, no, but the, honestly, to on a more serious note, I, I love the bus rides and I prefer the bus. And, and you know, in the AFL, it was kind of a mixture. Sometimes we lean more buses as of lately, but we took trains as well. Because, again, we're just we're just headed to Vienna most times. Um, but the bus rides, I can say I thoroughly look forward to. Last year, I caught up on a lot of sleep. Uh, and when I was awake, you, you just have, like, the coolest conversations because it's easier to move around than in a train and and um and i find the camaraderie camaraderie is a lot better so actually on away trips i, I look forward to the bus rides just as much as yeah. maybe the game you know and for sure for sure there's a lot of bonding happening on those rides as well too much sometimes no. <laughs> <laughs> well week three berlin is coming to you and uh, I think it's going to be a tough one again because they look good this year. They 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 are doing their homework for the homework for season two. Do you well, think they are going to be a team that you can beat? Well, we hope so. Um, <laughs> That's I the think, plan. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I I think I think uh, pretty much everyone can beat everyone. Yeah. Um, I think it just comes to that that day right uh, what what kind of performance are you going to put onto the field that day and um because if if we meet 10 times i bet it'll turn out five and five right so so with a lot of with a lot of teams in this league um clear there are favorites but um yeah i'm expecting closer games this year just due to the competition and you know looking at what berlin did roster wise um, you know, they're going to have a competitive team. And, um, and for me, the challenge is, you know, winning that coaching battle and, uh, 
And that's going to be the interesting part because, you know, we've never played against those coaches. So yeah. it's going to come down to game day adjustments and, uh, and that's going to be the challenge, but that's the exciting part of it. And then in week four, Sean, you are going to travel again <laughs> to Stuttgart this time. Not too far. What do you expect from there, from, the, from them? Uh, we've played, uh, we played in Stuttgart once, but obviously that was the Scorpions and the GFL. So, um, you know, the, the trip may be more familiar than some of these others, but the team is completely unfamiliar, you know, and, and by this time, I think week four, uh, with three games under everybody's belts, you have a better idea of who is where and, and what and some tendency things. And so that's why that's the right around the point where it might become more comfortable, but, uh, You know, at this point, it's really it's really difficult to say. It's really really yeah. dis difficult to say. And you know, uh, I'm I'm, yeah. I don't want to sound like a, a broken record, but uh, but trust it's me, I sound very, the same very, because I'm just yeah, so it's excited. Very, it's, and it's 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 and it's and it's difficult. You know, it's like I said, yeah. I could repeat myself for every single opponent. I'm very much looking forward to it, and I don't know what to expect, but um, I, I'm open for the challenge. And then in week five, the Frankfurt Galaxy, the defending ELF champion, is coming to Austria. You are the AFL champ from 2021. Is this matchup going to be explosive? Well, it better be. <laughs> uh, it better be. Uh, I think, you know, this is going to be one of those really, really head-to-head, -head, you know, close games, you know, that hopefully, you know, ends with a game-winning field goal uh for us right um but i think this is this is going to be a game that our fans can really really get hyped about um and um and get excited for and uh i'm glad that they're coming to our house first before we see them again yeah uh, so uh hopefully we'll have that home home game advantage on our end for that one <laughs> And I mean, neither you nor the Galaxy are basically used to lose games. So it's, it's, it's going to be a tough one. I, I hope I'm going to be there when this matchup is going to take place. And then week number six, the Leipzig Kings. This could be a huge surprise as well. Well, yes. I mean, um, they've done a great job in the offseason recruiting and building their roster. Um, you know, they have A.J. Ventland, who was with us last year. Um, so he'll have some insider information for them. Um, and um, but no, it's it's again, like any other team in this league, it's, it's going to be competitive. And that's why we joined the league. You know, there's not going to be a team that we just brush over. Um, and, you know, but we're we're ready for that. We're, we're expecting that. And um And yeah, this is again. Uh, by then, we'll see where they're at and where we're at, and see how competitive it truly will be. But again, I think you know the whole season is going to be very competitive. Um, and then you know, with all the factors, how healthy are you by that point? I mean, you know, six games in a row is very tiresome. Um, you know, that's that's going to show you know how well you can grind and how much are you already in the bye week, right? That's yes. that's going to be. That's going to be a factor. Yeah. And this was actually the question I wanted to ask now. Looking into week seven, your first bye week, Sean, from a from a player's perspective again, after six tough games in a row, how much is that needed? Oh, it's it's a hundred percent vital. 
um, you know, from a, from a strategic standpoint, you know, you've played everybody once, you're going to repeat the schedule, you know, not in the same order, but opponents wise, you can kind of take a step back for the first time and go like, like coach Gibson, where, where are we at? What are we doing? Uh, you know, either positive or negative, what do we need to improve on? And it's, and it's probably going to be the first time everybody can kind of self-reflect because I imagine those first six weeks are just going to be a whirlwind. Um, and then on a, on a personal or a private, you know, uh, standpoint for the players, you just put your feet up a bit, you know, for me and, you know, I know from the coaches, coach Kevin, coach Kyle, and, you know, coach ball, uh, be around your family a little bit more than you have been in the last few weeks and just unwind for a couple of days, uh, before you start the kind of the, the home stretch. And so having those little breaks of the intensity um is absolutely vital yeah and then as you said it repeats again and for sure you will have learned your lessons during the first six weeks um yeah then it's vienna again leipzig again search centurions galaxy thunder looking at the schedule are you missing a team that uh, in your regular season schedule that you would have loved to play against Kevin? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, there's a lot of teams I would like to play against. Uh, um, like Hamburg, of course. Um, you know, they're creating a great roster. And yeah. and to see, you know, just to see where are we truly at, right? And it'll be interesting, you know, by week 11, who are the top teams and, you know, who are going to be those playoff contenders, but Hamburg, um, Warclaw, um, you know, we've, we've had them in the past, but they're completely different in the ELF. Um, very interesting team. Um, you know, the players obviously would have loved to have away games in Istanbul and Barcelona. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> disappointed that we didn't get that. Right. A bunch of German uh, cities. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. exactly. For <laughs> you, you, you will, you'll be traveling between Austria and Germany. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tour of Northern Germany. Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Sean, you need to continue another year then. And maybe the, the schedule is going to be different. Yeah. I mean, I mean, from what I was told uh, <laughs> by the head honcho, that we're going to have an extended break around week 10. So a week nine away game in Barcelona next year, if we can pull some strings, you know, see what we can do. And you know, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. That's all I'm saying. Maybe, maybe a bit better than at Leipzig in the middle well, of August. No <laughs> so do you see... Maybe Mallorca can get a team. <laughs> do you think you're going to make it to the playoffs? That's the goal. I mean, yeah. the goal... I mean, like Sean was saying, like this this organization has high expectations, and um, and uh, that doesn't change with the ELF. Uh, the challenge is just bigger and greater, but the goal always stays the same, and that's to make it to the championship game, getting that opportunity to win a championship. That is the goal, and has always been the goal, and will always be the goal. And um, and is it? Uh, High set goal, um, yes. Will it be a challenge? Yes. But um, we're going to do everything in our power to, to achieve that. 
And in mm. your opinion, who will be the other three contenders in the playoffs? Who are you going to face? I'll give that to Sean. <laughs> uh, let me let me put all the teams up there, close my eyes, and throw a dart. I, I don't know. I mean, it's. I think I think there's going to be a lot of good teams. Obviously, you know, you, you have your favorites as you look from last year, but you know, in a league like this, how much continuity is there from year to year? How much? How much can a team improve the roster from a year-to-year basis? You know, it's it's almost impossible to tell. Um, you know, I'm sure Hamburg is going to be up there. Uh, you know, in our conference, any any four of these teams could make it. You know, uh, we'll see we'll see what Stuttgart has, but I know Vienna is going to be good, and obviously Frankfurt's good. Um, yeah. And then Ryan Fire is probably going to be good. Istanbul is probably going to be good. Barcelona is probably going to be good. I mean. Who knows? Who knows? It's gonna it's gonna come down to, in my opinion, I know I keep saying this, is consistency week in and week out, but also I think it's gonna be a battle of attrition with a lot of teams. How deep are teams? How much injuries do they get? Uh, you know, the the battle of staying healthy and and motivated through such a grinding schedule is gonna be gonna be interesting to see as well, because maybe even at the midway point, you really don't know. Um, Teams might fall off. Teams might surge at the end. <laughs> no pun intended with Stuttgart. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll still come uh, end of August who's playing the best football and who's who's done the best job. And, uh, you know, do we think we're going to be there? I think it's more of a belief. You know, we have a, we have a, we have a process at the Raiders that we believe to work and has worked and we've shown proof of concept. And uh, we just need to be able to stick by those – philosophies and principles even even in a new environment and i think if we're able to do those things uh only good things will come yeah and the championship game will take place in austria is that a sign maybe <laughs> maybe maybe i mean it's familiar territory for us we've we've been pretty successful in that stadium i think we're two yeah. and one in that stadium so and it's a it's a It's a great advertisement for our Austrian tourism. I mean, what a beautiful place to have a championship yeah. game. Yeah. So, uh, like we all said, we are hyped. We are excited. We cannot wait for summer 2022 to start. Guys, thank you so very much for being on the show, for giving us all the insights on the Raiders. It was a pleasure to meet you. Thanks for having us. Of course. I didn't realize we were supposed to put our last names. Ah, oh no, you don't. You didn't now, have to. Well, now I'm just, just like everybody else here. How do you do this? Here that's, we go. that's totally fine. And, and if you, you want to get your home. season tickets, exactly. That's what spot, I just if you want to get the Raiders again. to roll season tickets, <laughs> go find us at Raiders T Roll underscore football on Instagram for all the information. Yes, Eighty euros, thirty-five. Eighty euros. What a bargain! What a bargain! <laughs> <laughs> you heard your quarterback. Go and get your tickets. I want to see you there cheering for the Raiders, coming to all the away games as well. And then maybe if you are lucky, you can even get your tickets for the championship game. Well, you can get those tickets, but maybe you will be able to support the Raiders there as well in September. Best of luck to you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you everyone at home for watching. See you very soon. Hurry, hurry, she goes!